johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. I invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you, and we're glad to say baseball. Baseball's back. NASCAR, golf, hockey in the not-too-distant future, the hoops, the NBA. Uh, bubble talk continues, but the chance to actually watch. Hey, the soccer, MLS soccer's actually been quite fun. So, you know. It's a roller coaster of emotions, ups and downs. But slowly, sports is going to come back here. Uh, the question remains, you know, what kind of staying power does it have? But we'll discuss all that here in the next hour. Uh, let's head east and check in with the boys. John and Mike, uh, they're in, I would imagine, toasty, humid Baltimore. Does that sound about right? I think Mike just got done playing golf in this toasty uh uh, weather and uh, I'm uh, rocking and rolling, ready for tomorrow. I can't believe it, Brian. I can't believe there's going to be real baseball tomorrow. Why you whisper? Because I just don't even want to. I don't even want to jinx it. I don't even want to jinx it. Now that's coming from you guys. What? That's not coming from me. 
Is that Mike? It most assuredly was coming from you guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, like sorry, God I pressed the wrong button on the phone. Spooky... <laughs> yeah, maybe that was the gods playing the spooky music because I'm, like, worried about jinx and baseball. Wow. <laughs> our, I say our production budget went up. <laughs> so okay, so let's get the golf update. Are you send me your swing. It's it's looking good. Oh, I got to interrupt before we get the golf update. So, a good friend of ours owns an eyeglass shop. This is how crazy this is. I literally call the guy and tell him I need to come over. I broke my glasses. He calls me on FaceTime, and all of a sudden I'm not even standing there. They already got a tea time at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. It's like, who's the client standing in front of you? It doesn't matter because this guy plays golf. We're going to go play golf. Hey, this, is, this, is, this is amazing. Well, it, it, first of all, it's, it's awesome to begin with, but this is like the, it's the perfect uh, thing to do to go out and get some exercise, and you're not around anybody. Due to all these uh, COVID restrictions, and you know, it looks like Maryland might be going into a uh, lockdown again. So, yes, it is the safest best hobby i've ever had um i feel great on the course i take some steam off you know obviously uh been you know sitting on the sidelines for the last four or five months which is very unusual for me i got some time to spend away from john so he's not yelling at me every day you know that brian it's just giving me a little bit of space i'm glad he has not picked up golf because if he picks up golf, my prediction, he breaks about seven clubs in the first seven rounds. Yeah, but my so he pr- might not have a bag of clubs anymore. Yeah, but my prediction, my prediction is as crazy as you've gotten about this, and you're out there all the time. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna end up starting, you know, calling you when you're on the golf course, and you watch how that ball starts going left and right. And, and nah, because when he's on the golf course, I'm on my bicycle. <laughs> Talk about another independent sport. I'm riding 100 miles from Baltimore to Delaware next Friday on a charity ride. So, hey, you know, they're even doing just, you know, they're, they canceled the Tour de France, but they're spacing out the cyclists in groups. You know, it's 1,000-plus riders in this, call it a century. It's 100-plus miles. And everybody would take off from the finish line simultaneously. And now they're doing like a, a, a gauged, you know, it's kind of not fair because they're basically going to let the slowest cyclists go first and then the pros that are in the back they're going to go last because they're going to be able to make up the time difference you know what i mean no i hear you but you're you're jacked for baseball i, I know that that's always been your thing yeah i mean look i you know i i'm jacked for baseball it, it, it's crazy they just canceled schools here till february um so we're we're in a little bit of a uh, we're in a little bit of a pickle it's like on the left hand we're excited sports is coming back but then we're very suspect because the things that are coming down, like, for instance, um, I went out, I took my son to eat yesterday for the first time since March in an empty restaurant. We were the only two people in there, so obviously we were socially distant, and um, it was in Baltimore City. And then I walk in the office this morning, and Mike says, they've now canceled all indoor dining in Baltimore City. It was 50% capacity, now it's zero. So, and then I get the text from their mother, no schools till early February at the minimum. So think about it from now. Our kids don't even have a chance to sit in a classroom in Maryland till after the Super Bowl. No, they just voted here uh, last night that the kids are going to start at home. Um, well, they didn't even they didn't even fake it with the starting at home. I think that's another you know hopeful you know 
basically there will be only homes. So, you know, again, we're, you know, I'm blessed. I don't, it's not an issue. Their mom can watch them. But the bigger issue is does this spill over to professional sporting events? So that's just where I'm being cautiously optimistic. <laughs> so here's, here's my, I've been, we, we had this uh, inner office um, <laughs> discussion, I'm going to call it, in the last 20 minutes prior to the show, and I was the mediator in the middle. And, you know, uh, very good points on both sides. It felt like half political, half, uh, you know, something else. But at this point, you know, John made a statement that really, it really upset me, Brian. Uh-oh. He said, and I don't want to say this on air, because I don't want to upset anybody, but he said there may not be a football season. Now, for the listeners, that might be gut-wrenching. I don't believe that. I haven't believed half of the things that John has said since March 12th when we first started <laughs> doing the show. He didn't think that there was going to be a basketball season there's going to be a basketball season. He didn't believe there's going to be a baseball season. They're already playing exhibition baseball. So on all the other factors regarding COVID, I do believe he's got the right opinion and he's right. But when it comes to sports with basketball, because of the bubble, I do believe that it's going to go off without a hitch. Now, there's going to be positive cases. We all know that. But with that tournament that transpired a few weeks ago, that TBT tournament where they locked everybody down in Wisconsin, By the end of the tournament, there were no cases. By the last weekend, the weekend prior, they had about three cases. What they're doing, I I don't know if you read this regarding the bubble. Just to give you a couple little points, then we'll get more into the betting side of it. I think you'll find this amusing. So to get to the bubble, you have to be two weeks COVID-free before you can even enter the Orlando bubble for NBA. Once you're there, you have to quarantine yourself for a week. After you're quarantined yourself for a week and you have now three weeks disconnected from possibility of getting the virus because you're, when you're there for a week, you literally cannot leave your room. Everything is delivered to you. Then now, aside from getting tested every other day, aside from getting your temperature checked at five different points throughout the day, you have a buzzer that is on your belt. And if you come within six feet of anybody that buzzer goes off like a fire alarm. Can you imagine that, Brian? You're, you're walking up and you want to say hi to your buddy from another team, and it sounds like a fire alarm goes off. <laughs> I'd like to have that in his office. I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got Mike to, gets I, too I, close I, to me, the fire alarm goes off. I was going to say, i got to get one of those for when, when you guys visit. <laughs> but, but no, but, all, you know, we may we Can I get made, one for the know, X-Y? Oh, that's, that's a whole no, other story. Low-hanging fruit, right? I had to. I had to. But you know what? You know, aside from all this, you know, uh, I've been talking to a lot of clients this upcoming week. Everybody's extremely excited. I think they've had enough of a layoff. It's been like just, you know, they've a lot of the clients I've talked to dibbled and dabbled with day trading in the markets, and they said it is so volatile. Can we just go back to you giving me games and being just on an upward swing, on that upward trajectory where it's not as instantaneous of a huge return every day like the market could be, but you're also now bouncing from one end of the spectrum to the other. And last year during baseball season was our most profitable season out of any of the sports. John remembers, and I have a lot of clients that are texting me, 
They're emailing me. They're calling me going, I want back in. I know it's only a 60-game season. That algorithm you ran where we were playing short dogs consistently made us a fortune, and I'm just tired of losing money in the market. I want to go back into the least volatile market with sports with a guy like yourself that lives this actual business. We're on the radio every week. I know for the last couple months, and all we could talk about is COVID, COVID, COVID. And for the first time, we could actually talk about making real money in real sports, which, honestly, with exhibitions, they've already started the last couple of days. Brian, have you caught any of the games yet on TV? Yeah, bits and pieces. Okay. Starting to pay attention to it. Uh, start to feel it, though, right? You yeah, start to no, feel yeah, it. you start to feel it. And, and I think, you know, the, the level of interest. And I, I think um, – I think the baseball players will be into this. I, you know, forget all the nonsense and all the whining they did, but now they're actually on the field. I think the competition will, will take over. It's going to be interesting. I, I think we we watch early on here to see, just to see how it all plays out. But uh, you know, certainly glad to see that we got games that actually matter. Now the next step, and this is really funny. I'm going to send you the link after I get off the show. In I think it was Bulgaria. There's a Bulgarian soccer match. All the fans rented cranes from all over the city, and they're on the cranes watching the actual game over the stadium. You think that's going to happen in this country? They're literally on top of the cranes, 100 feet in the air. There's like 15 cranes in a row, and they're just watching the soccer match from above. (laughs) That's dedication. Hey, you know, the, the only thing I would say, I was watching real sports last night, and and they had, like, the insiders for all, all the main sports, and they said on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being high, uh, the number you put on it for any of these sports to actually complete the season, Peter King, I, you know, it's as big as it gets rider-wise in the NFL, he said four. He, he thinks there are going to be massive problems for the NFL once, you know, if this thing persists the way it is. I mean, that's scary. I mean, here's the, what I've realized through this whole process, and we've been talking about this. Nobody the only thing you've realized through this whole process is you love the game of golf. Let's not kid anybody here. Go ahead. No, no. That nobody knows anything at all. It, just like when we did this back in March and April. It's everybody's got an opinion. And it seems like when we figure out the right path, we get a curveball thrown at us, and it goes the other direction. So with sports in particular, they have – look, we're all – the reason why these players are testing positive is because most people probably have it, and we're just not all getting tested. The fact is, once they they actually lock down this bubble, for NBA, I don't think it's going to be a problem. With baseball, obviously we're going to see – confirmed cases, and those players are going to get isolated, and there's going to be a lot of factors that we've never actually had to deal with in years past, where in an instant, you know, four or five guys off the team could be literally scratched for two weeks, which is obviously going to be a big factor, but that's no different than injuries. We've had this in the past, and it's not going to change. You know, with football, you know, obviously they're going to need to tighten up the actual procedures we're going into training camp. I think at this point they've they've canceled all preseason games. 
they're not going to have fans. We already agreed to this a long time ago. Where at any point, you know, some of these southern states believe that they're going to have fans in the stadiums. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, you know, obviously, SEC football, they strongly believe they're going to play. That probably is going to change. But again, I'm, I'm optimistic. I've been optimistic this entire time, unlike John. And I'm back in the seat. I'm back in the saddle. July 22nd, ready and excited for this upcoming Thursday, which is tomorrow, of a real game that matters, that people are going to be excited to wager on. Now, how long is this going to last? I believe they're going to figure it out. I think they've had enough time to get a procedure in place where they're going to be able to consistently finish games and they're not going to cancel. Look, MLS is playing. It's been happening for weeks. It's not going to get any worse than it is at this point. They've already had it as bad as possible with most of these states, even though the cases are rising. It's not going to get much worse if they do it from a standpoint of these guys are going to get fined if they do dumb things outside of the realms of the stadiums. They've already initiated that in multiple sports. Now, how do I think it's going to finish? I don't think anybody knows. I think we're all optimistic to believe they're going to figure out a way. There's a lot of money involved, and they're they're spending a lot of money on these protocols where I believe they're going to get it right. Now, could I be wrong a month or two from now? Absolutely. It's just my opinion, but I do believe NFL will go on as planned. I do believe baseball will finish and as well as basketball. Now, going into the next year where basketball has to go back to playing at home and away inside their own stadiums, I don't know. I don't know how indoor sports are going to happen like March Madness, college basketball, where they're indoors and you're going, you're traveling to all these different um, colleges. But for now, the professional sports, I do believe, are going to go off without a hitch to start it. By the way, you know, if you want to find some sense of normalcy or whatever, you see in this Mookie Betts is finalizing a 13-year, $380 million deal. <laughs> well, it looks like that organization is not too worried about COVID if they're paying them that type of money. Man, and it includes this year. Right. Crazy it's almost numbers. Mahomes numbers. I guess that's what we have to say these days. It's Mahomes numbers. Yeah. No. All right. So, so we get well, base- Manchester United and West Ham are tied up one-one oh, in here the sixty-seventh minute. <laughs> I've been Brian, watching. Ask, I've been watching the MLS. Him, that's great. Ask, ask him who he likes in the Chelsea Liverpool matchup later on today. It's a huge, huge match. Even though it doesn't matter for Liverpool since they already locked up the Premier League. But for Chelsea, they've been on a, a really good tear. I'm sure you know all about it. I'm sure you know their best player, Brian. Can you, let me, uh, let's do a little trivia. No, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> Name one player from the Chelsea team. Who's all going to mirror him? Oh, I'll, I'll throw it out to the both of you. I, I, got, I got nothing. No shot. No nothing. shot. Nothing. Not, no. Not, not, I will tell you, Arsenal's been just killing people. They've been huge dogs every match, and just people have been – Listen, it's like every sport. Don't bet the favorites. Here. You can't. It's hard enough to overcome one ten juice. And I see these insane soccer lines, like minus six hundred, and people just think, "Oh, it's a sure thing." I, I, let me let me let me ask you a question. I could care less who, who who's who's on the team. All right, 
but you just gave me a scenario. What's the what's the line on the game? What do you Which one? The, the Chelsea Liverpool thing. Oh, let me look right now. Hold on. Well, if you're saying I can tell you right, Chelsea is is plus two ninety five on the money line, and uh, Liverpool is minus one hundred seven. Okay, what's the wait, total? Wait, 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 what's wait, the, wait, wait! You got to account the, and draw. the draw is plus two eighty one. All right, what's the total? Uh, the total is over under three minus one twenty six over three plus one eleven. Play over three. No, he's just taking the dog price. I love that. No, but no, no, no. If Liverpool's got the got it locked up, and the other team's on a tootsie roll, then these guys will be out there letting their skills shine. Liverpool's got nothing to lose, and the other team's playing well. So we're going to see goals. Final, final. Uh, you're gonna. It's gonna be a three-one, three three-one game. Yep. Is that, you, is that work? Right, I'm filling. I'm is filling that, in the blank as I'm filling it, in does, the blank does, as we speak. Does that work for you, Mike? Well, what's gonna happen is, Brian, I'm gonna send you a text at around um, <laughs> two-one final. Uh, well, that's a push. One-zero. Chelsea. And that's it. Now, I do believe they've been scoring a lot of goals, and what I've noticed without the fans early on. It was they had to get back into form, and just they haven't played in so long, and playing 90 minutes was extremely tough. And now that they've been, you know, they've been playing for a few weeks, a lot of the players are back in form, so there's a lot more goals. And you know, I don't think the fans make as much of a difference as we thought originally no. going into it. Well, hey, they can hear each other yelling out there; they're communicating better. The the other thing I, I would say to you. Uh, you know, I guess you'd have to be be cognizant of this. Uh, is there the chance Liverpool's got it wrapped up that they're resting guys? Right, correct. And there's a couple guys that are hurt that probably weren't going to play through injuries. One of their best left backs, Jordan Henderson's banged up, so he's not playing. But again, Liverpool's B team could beat a lot of these A teams. Yeah, exactly. They're the, one of the best teams in the world. So just because it's some backups doesn't mean much. What but times this start? These guys play for pride. They, they don't care. You know, it doesn't matter if they've already locked up the first Premier League in many, many years for them, but they're still out there. Well, they're there. playing for contracts and stats and money. Right. I mean, I, that's what they're saying. There's a lot of these uh, – oh, I thought you'd have been proud. There was this kid uh, – I think it was last night, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a kid on the Atlanta team. Um, they gave Columbus a pretty good run for their money, but the one kid in Atlanta – I know you just like saying the word, so that the Bundesliga, somebody in the Bundesliga is looking at this kid on the Atlanta team. I was watching soccer, boys. So so finally at the end, when NHL (laughs) and baseball is going to start, this is what I'm hearing. Four months, I'm begging, get into it, get into it, get into the soccer, get into it. get. And now literally at the finish line of now when you're going to put your energies towards the MLB, and uh, NBA and NHL. Now you're in the soccer at the end. Well, no, I'm I'm into it because it's it's a uh, of the format where these guys are cycling back and playing every three four days. So I just watch that one. Oh, they're playing this one. I just watch them. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll get I'll play. I'm in. Oh, only because of the format. Got it. I mean, and and some of the games are really good. Some of them are just atrocious. Oh, I watched New England, the New England game the other night. I forget who they played. Oh, my 
God. It was it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. But many of the games are entertaining. I think it's wow. going to be a great, great season. Usually at this point in the season, we know exactly who everybody is. Um, this is after All-Star break, but you know what? Um, you know, we have to start at some point, and July 23rd seems to be the starting point. So we got to roll with the punches. I'm just excited that we could start actually trading again. Uh, this has been, you know, it, it's been very weird for me to just to sit on the sidelines and, you know, play this terrible golf experiment every single day and be miserable out there. And, and No, I'm just kidding. I've really taken the time to, to refresh and get ready for, you know, what's going to be a very, very big couple months. I'm just checking on the baseball thing. The Blue Jays are still bouncing around. They were going to play in Pittsburgh. Now they're talking about the Blue Jays. It could be going around, and whoever their opponent is, they're going to go to their place but be the home, listed as the home team. Well, let me ask you regarding Blue Jays and this and that. I've seen a lot of Oriole masks here. Do you have a lot of Oakland, uh, Las Vegas Raiders masks? I've seen a see every- – no, I've seen, I've seen a boatload – and I think, I honest to God, I, I think this will, this is what's going to happen here. I've seen a boatload of Golden Knights masks. Really? I, I think the Raiders. I, I, I will be very intrigued just to see how this all plays out. It's great. The NFL's here. It's great. You got a fancy stadium. I mean, it's a great, great. I mean, I drove by and watched them build it step by step. So, I, you know. I'm telling you, the Golden Knights are Vegas's team. I mean, it is born here and. People are in love with these guys. I, you know, I, I think the, the Raiders thing, give it some time. I, I think it, 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 you know, we'll see. Other than the allure of the NFL, I I think there's a, there'll be a little transition stage there in, in terms of a wow factor for the Raiders. Uh, let me ask you, uh, just to di- switch to NBA for a second. Mm-hmm. Have you been following preseason? I'm looking at some of these totals, and I haven't, honestly, I'm not, I haven't made one preseason bet. But, like, for instance, I'm, I'm, today I'm looking, I'm shocked at the numbers. I, this is like old school NBA, 181, 184, 187, 180s. I can't remember mm-hmm. uh, totals in the 180s in the NBA ever. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, that that's a function of rust and – but the other thing is, man, you know, defensively, I, I. But you remember every game was 180. I, I know, but I'd be very curious to see the defensive intensity. You know, that that's what you're going to have to watch, and, and I think that will be telling when when they start playing, and and you'll see that a, a level of intensity from certain teams and a lack of it from others, and if there's a lack of intensity, it's on the defensive side. I'm looking to make some money with the Orioles. <laughs> well, you 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 had a knack for you know like every seventh game when they, I mean, they, they were about. I mean, for listeners, I don't mean on them. I mean on them or against them. No, no, I get it. But what was the thing? I mean, which was like this goofy. Well, stat. the horrible. The, the worst teams were the biggest money makers, and the best teams no, you get crushed. Like, yeah. but, but wasn't there? And it's like such a goofball stat. And you go, the Kemp, come on. There's no rhyme or no, reason. Well, so this. the one stat no, is but, no, but, plus 400. Yeah, they, no. they literally every $400 dog. But wins. wasn't there a thing, and maybe this was a year and a half, two years ago, either they either they had won, and I doubted they'd won, but what, was it that they hadn't won on a Tuesday in like 
48 or 30. Yeah, it was something stupid. Something like that. nuts yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just keep pressing it until it doesn't work. But, you know, I'm looking at yesterday. It's kind of like the, Ra- the, the Ravens struggling, uh, the Ravens on Sundays. I don't know. What the... Well, it's interesting because I'm Mike just seeing if Mike's awake. Up? I'm just seeing if Mike's awake. What was that? Yeah, oh. I, there you go. He's back. I, he, he's he's, he's he, No, Mike, Mike, Mike. No, he, here, has you. he reached? Has he reached? Is he to the point? Does he have, you know, is he putting on the carpet at work? You know, does he have the, the butter? No, but the, it's, I've, been th- I've been thinking about it. Not yet. Probably, within a month, he'll be. Uh, yeah. now I'm going to walk in here, and he's going to say, step out of the way. I got a shot six feet away from you. Yeah, I hope you don't have windows there. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Um, but, no, I'm looking yesterday, and, like, this is the thing. People that are betting preseason, because obviously, you know, people are going to bet just because they're so excited to bet, you know, this this early baseball. But, like, yesterday it was, you know, every favorite basically won. Um, that doesn't happen in regular season. Guys that are listening, that are new bettors especially, um, you know, I was, I was telling somebody today that, you know, the apps, for instance, right now things have changed. Just for all you listeners out there, for, certain things have changed. Now you can bet online on an app in Colorado. Last year, last football season, that wasn't good. So right now, if you're in Colorado, you can open up an, an app. If you're in Illinois, you can open up an app. If you're in Indiana, you can open up an app. Now remember, Brian, a lot of these places like Indiana, they had walk-in casino betting, but they didn't have the apps. Jersey, obviously the app. Pennsylvania, West Virginia. So right now you have one, two, three, four, five, six It'll be interesting to see how much money comes into these apps for tomorrow's baseball. Oh, a- apps are just going to be – it's going to be 70%, if not, if not higher. Right. I mean, it was like that when we were – last time, I, you know, Mike was sitting at the poker table apping it up. So, I mean, there wasn't even a pandemic. So, But it's going to be interesting to see. So, when you – this is, you know, a little edge. And, you know, I'll give it away free here on online. You're going to get inflated numbers on the Rockies. Why? Because – they already said that the handle in Colorado is probably going to rival the app handle in Vegas. I don't know if you're aware of that. So you have these people that never had the ability to wager on sports before at a legal sports book with an app. And then obviously you're going to have overvalued money coming in on the Rockies if the Rockies happen to be doing well. So these are things that you have to look at. Those totals, you know, they always push them up. They always push the totals up. Now, now they might get pushed up a little higher because people are going to just be living in Colorado and betting the overs, betting the overs, betting the overs. Bet you never even thought of that, Brian. <laughs> there's you got to have outside the box thinking in this day and age. Um, you do, you do. So for all you Rocky guys out there, listen. You know, take it easy in the beginning. You're going to be very excited. Huge amounts of money are coming in. They predict. In 2021, Brian, that the revenue from sports wagering in Colorado will rival the handle in Vegas, which is pretty amazing to me. I, it's not going to shock me. I mean, well, you you can just speak to, you know, the jurisdiction you're in, where you 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 had to drive. This is going to be literally everybody's you know, going to be doing this from on the drives. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I literally have driven hours to lose money. It's I, I, I'm no uh, Mike and I laugh. Like he says, "Are you driving over there today?" So he can get the opposite side. <laughs> but yeah, I'm about an hour and I'm about 47 minutes from a West Virginia sports book, about 53 minutes from a Delaware sports book, 30 minutes from the border, 
maybe 29 minutes from the border of Pennsylvania, where in Maryland, and I'm going to give you an interesting story about that in a second, uh, where in Maryland, um, you know, you can open you can open a FanDuel account, um, as an example, and then you just you have to drive and be geographically over the border. No difference from Bakersfield, California, where California citizens just drive over, boom, make their bets, and then drive back. Um, but it was interesting. I was talking to a client yesterday. He was interested in the, uh, you know, calling, acquiring a past client, calling about baseball rates. And uh, I said, oh, you have legal wagering in Connecticut now. He's in Stanford. And he says, no, I drive an hour each way to New Jersey so I can use the app. Can you imagine? He's driving from Connecticut to Jersey, pulls over on the side of the road, uses the app, turns around, drives back, and does, and is planning on doing it every single day when sports come back. Hey, have you heard, I'm out of curiosity, your backyard, the, you know, the Derby, they're saying they're going to let fans in. There were fans at the NASCAR races the past two. Uh, what are you hearing uh, down the so street there? What we, are you, are there going to be fans at the Preakness? I don't, I would say knowing our governor, probably not only because, um, they canceled indoor dining 100% in Baltimore City this morning, and we are in the county, as in UMBC, you know, the famous UMBC, mm-hmm. Baltimore County is where our office is. Pimlico Racetrack is about, I don't know, four miles from our office, but it's technically Baltimore City. It's right over the border. So the fact that it's in the city, not the county, I don't see Governor Hogan allowing that. Well, he's the one announced, what, October 3rd? Uh, you know, it's still a ways away. I mean, just the, I mean, the, basically, that place is, is so crickety in, that they make all their money on that one day. I mean, that, that, oh, 100%. Just the, the, the devastation that this thing's caused for all, you know, all walks of life. And Have sports. you found uh, any good huge payoffs in the horse racing? Oh, they're the all over the since place. Since we spoke last sure, week? Sure, they're all over the place. Saratoga's up and running now. Uh, the Graveyard of Favorites, so you get long shots there. Yeah, no, a lot of long shots. Summer racing has been great. The graveyard of favors. I like that. Okay. Never heard that? No, I'm not a horseman like you. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. The, you know, uh, yeah. The greatest horses of all time lose there. <laughs> now, how has it been in terms of the uh, – have you been in and out of uh, Club Madrid? Have you been in any casinos? Like any – I know well, they the closed casino, the indoor dining and the bars. Yeah, well, well the bars are closed. Uh, they, that was a, a new a new deal. Uh, but on the gaming floors, the, the people are playing the machines and everybody's wearing the mask. There, there are no like showrooms or anything of that nature as of right now in the in the phase that, uh, that's going on here. Yeah, no, I mean the, the hope is football watch parties and uh, events like that. Uh, you know, are, are are things that I mean they'll return eventually. Uh, you, you're hoping it would be this year, but uh, again, guys, I mean, I, I, I honestly. I don't think he was just trying to blow smoke. I mean, the, the Peter King thing to me is no small thing. Uh, you know, him saying that he 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 thinks there's less than a fifty percent chance the NFL actually completes the season. Well, that goes in That's line with what crazy. I was telling Mike. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, what 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 we do know now, and even you are getting into it a little bit, is that no preseason games, a, by the way. Yes. That we discussed before we came on the air, which, you know, again, you know, the or- uh, the Orioles, the Ravens, I think, have, like, the best preseason. Yes. They literally have won, like, every game for six years in preseason. Yeah, hopefully they should have a trophy for that. 
they couldn't even make the line high enough. It's just people just bang, bang the Ravens, bang the Ravens. Um, so, unfortunately, Mike's going to have to wait uh, to drive to Pennsylvania to, for a regular season. But, you know, again, it's September 10th. A uh, 9-10 is uh, supposedly opening day. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I am going to be intrigued to see how MLB goes off. Um, NHL. Um, any? You have any uh, favorites right now that you expect to? I, I to... think I think the NHL is the one that's actually best suited to pull this off. Even though it's the most physical game, in terms of transmission. You well, know, the, the, one the of the things they were the talking about. They joking. think the NBA thing. They think the bubble thing in the NBA it becomes real sketchy when the families start to show up. Right. And the NHL said there'll be no families until the conference finals. Oh wow! Uh, but no, I, I know well, the hockey is the same thing, man. I think you got you got to watch a little bit, and, and, and you'll you'll be able to tell, uh, you know, the want and desire of some teams and some that are pretty indifferent to it. But I will tell you, I mean, all reports around the league. I mean, these guys are flying around; they're in shape. The practices, the coaches. You know, I, I don't think they're just blowing smoke. I mean, they're saying, "Hey, we really, you know, like like what we're seeing from the teams." And for the most part, all these teams are going to be healthy. When normally you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs, these guys have been beat to a pulp for eighty-two games. You're coming in here where ninety-eight or ninety-nine percent of the players are, are coming in here perfectly healthy. Uh, the hockey could be great. Yeah, have you been seeing dog prices come in at hockey? I'm looking today. You got some, you know, Penguins are 170, Oilers are 150. Well, I mean, there's been line movement. I mean, this thing starts early August. Uh, There was movement on uh, some money on Winnipeg, a little bit against Calgary. Um, But I I think everybody's taking a wait-and-see approach. Are you personally betting these uh, these, – Pre-betting any of this stuff? Or are you waiting? Uh, a couple of series. I, I and I, and I and I. It's funny. It's like I I I have my reasons why I like the like the teams I'm playing. At the same time, I'm you know I, I can't get between these guys' ears, and whether they get. I mean, they're sitting here talking about these guys. Well, what are you taking with you when you go up there? Because it's basically they're going to be locked in, and these guys they're all telling you, I'm taking my Xbox, and I'm ta-, you know. I mean, there's going to be so much downtime for these guys, you know, away from home, you know, whether some teams are going to embrace it and some teams aren't. Right. And, uh, Mike, are you traveling to any stadiums this year like you normally do? No. going to be no well, traveling. Hey, you get a great seat. Yeah, right, you can get a crane. We can get you on a crane. <laughs> uh, Mike, the on the top of the hurt. stadium. Hey, do the you have – do you have for, John? Do you have do you have tile, hardwood floors, or shag carpet in the office? No, just like commercial carpet. I should get shag carpet for his uh, golfing game. Well, no, I mean because he's going to be walking around in golf spikes next. All oh, right, exactly. I mean, here's the funny thing. I never have seen a sport where people don't mind getting up early. Like the guy at the eyeglass store, he says, Mike, I got a tea time at 6 in the morning. Oh, no problem. I'll meet you there. Like, think about any other thing where you just get a guy to get up at 6 in the morning. Like, you don't even think twice about it. How about this one? This is four weeks, three weeks ago. And it was going to be 109 that day. And so our regular crew... Uh, come up with the bright idea. Let's play at six ten, and I'm like, 
you know, we'll beat the heat. And I'm like, okay. And I'm going, yeah, I know I'm going to pay for this. Well, the bottom line is the alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning to go golf. And that was fine. And we did it. And we were done by 10. But I was like yawning and taking naps for the next three days. And oh, by the way, the concept of beating the heat, it was probably hotter at 6.10 in the morning than it would have been if we'd have been playing at noon because they water the course at night. And we got out there, and even though it was only 85 degrees, the dew and the moisture in the grass, it was like a Swedish sauna. Yeah, I mean, you guys have the you have the fake because you know we're you have you're in a desert, you know. So I get it completely. It's different here. I was going to ask you about Tiger. We, did you, I guess that was a typical square play. We talked about it last week. Tiger didn't even he didn't do anything. All the public unloaded on Tiger because he won five in a row. What did you think of Tiger's performance? I thought he played fine. You know, off the layoff, that course was brutal. I mean, you know, there are a handful of guys solved that course. He played good the first day, had a bad second day, and was decent on the weekend. But there's, I think Tiger showed a lot of good things. I so, mean, the course was just a gr- grisly. Do, do I go back to Kepka this week plus no, 1250 he's hurt. to win the 3M Open? Nope, he's hurt. I, uh, I, thought, right, so. I, thought, I thought I thought last week he'd bounce back, and then it comes out uh, that he had an MRI on his knee that uh, something doesn't feel right. So... Can he win? Yes. Uh, so what do you think about any of these lottery big price shots? I'm looking at Fleetwood. No. Plus 13. Well, I should say I no. I Johnson plus a dime. Those aren't. Those are the favorites. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> those are the chalks. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, the, the, there's guys in here at 150 to one got a shot. Is there, but is there anybody in the, uh, the, the chalk dogs that you like or not um, really? I got, I got. Uh, I think every one of the Benu, any one of every one of the top. Benu, Johnson, Fleetwood, and Kepka. Of the favorites, the, dogs. The, the of the favorites, Dustin Johnson has the best shot. In every other one of the quote unquote favorites, uh, has real chinks in their armor coming into this tournament. So we got a sleeper, two fifty to one sleeper. Uh like Lucas Glover, thirty five to one. Uh, very much like Ryan Moore at sixty to one. And and there's a European guy, Bernd Wiesberger, at 100 to one. I thought. So the question is, when does Mike transition from playing to know. betting, Mike? Well, I mean, it, the one thing, Mike, I'm, I'm telling you, you, you will learn. And I don't mean on yourself. I mean uh, this stuff. No, I mean, but you will learn so much just by watching them play, because all of a sudden you, you'll you'll sit there and say oh the ball's below my feet how do you play this shot and and you you watch how they play that shot and you start applying it to the situations that are going to be presented to you when you go out in a golf course so a as passionate as you are about your golf game now you should be watching these guys because there'll be things you can apply and then oh by the way uh you get well versed on what they're uh, who who these guys are and the prices are overlays it's ridiculous yeah, you hit one go one decent golf tournament. You hit one guy in a golf tournament. The whole season's a free roll. I agree. I'm just not there yet. I I let guys like uh, yourself, who's an expert and has been an expert for a very long time, give me the see. The whole key to this business is not about knowing everything yourself. We all have a niche in our market. And we stick to what we're good at, but we have such a no, large... No, I know, stick- I know everything, but go ahead. <laughs> well, no, we I, I think I think your point, Mike, 
and I would say to you, I don't know what happens. I mean, I'm, I'll have a chuckle if it happens. But what you said about the Chelsea-Liverpool game, I know nothing about those teams. But the scenarios that you presented with just like a, 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 a minuscule amount of information, there are scenarios there that would at least be a starting point for me to lead me uh, in a certain direction just from years of you know, in, in, in things in other sports that conceivably could even apply to this soccer game. Right. So I yeah. don't know that it works, but it, but it's a starting point. I hope that game's five four. By the way, <laughs> it's uh, so. Here's the funny. I'm just gonna. I follow like a sharp, sharp syndicate in soccer. I literally am not going to make the bet now because of you. On the air, I'm saying it on it. Literally, he texts me. I pay him he, a large he, amount of money. The guy the un- literally just texted me the under. Play the under. <laughs> I, I sw- I'm do you? Good. Hey, I'm like, I do it. Do what you got to do. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. Every time we mention something on the radio, it wins. I can't yeah, but but I mean, thing. but I, hey, but the, the reality. I'm just saying it would be a starting point for me. But one of the things that we said throughout the course of the thing, and if this is what this guy does and follows this stuff, the one scenario that could be in play is that is it Liverpool a team that's good that's wrapped up? They they may be resting their best players. I mean right. that 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 was a possible scenario, you know. So if they're resting their best players, then Chelsea's the side. But Liverpool's going to play loose as a goose, you would think, because they've got it locked up. And you guys said the other team's playing good and scoring goals. Well, I right. just checked. They just posted the lineups. They are not resting anybody. Well, over it goes. <laughs> there we go. I'm fading yeah. the guy. That's, that's, like when the client, that's like when the client pays us and he fades us. I'm going to fade the guy that I paid. Oh, pay. no, you're going to hate me. Don't be mad. At, no, I don't want to. No, I can't. I, no, you know me. I'm never mad at you. You didn't, you didn't, <laughs> hey, you didn't see me. I never made it. Well, never, watch never, this ever. thing be nothing, nothing, and you're going to just, oh. Well, Liverpool you know, is like an extremely I, tough defensive team. And they don't let up a lot of goals, especially their whole front back line is playing. They have the best goalkeeper in the world. Oh, there so you go. I, I, it could go both ways. Look, so listen, somebody's going to tell win you guys somebody's going to lose. <laughs> this is hilarious. While I'm on the air, a client's listening. Uh-huh. He just texts me and he says, do we have any hot baseball today? And I said, there's no baseball. Baseball starts tomorrow. He goes, oh, I logged in and I saw the lines. He goes, that's preseason. The guy didn't even know it was preseason. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, if you're listening and you log in and you see posted lines for today in baseball, go easy if you want to have a little fun. Oh, They're not real games. They don't count. They stopped the game with two outs last night because the pitcher reached the pitch count. How'd that work with the bet? I think the total goes away. And, that, I mean, that used to happen in the past. I don't know. want any of that. I don't want no. No. Oh, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. What are the new rules, maybe? I, I, I keep. I'm driving into the office today, and it says, you know, they're pushing the MLB network. New rules, new regulations. So do we know what the new rules are? <laughs> nothing nothing, to, <laughs> nothing jumps off the page to me, Mike. Uh, it says here, oh, here we go. New MLB rules are designed to speed up and to shorten the games. Um Designated hitter in both leagues. All teams will feature a designated hitter. Um, in both leagues. In their lineups. There you go. Well, they, they, right. what, what, let me ask you this. What should that be worth in relation to the total? At least a half yeah, a run? A, a, a run a game? More? Maybe it's two not, It's not an automatic out four times a game? Right. 
The implementation of a designated hitter in the National League as well as the American Leagues means to alleviate players' workloads during a shortened 61-season crammed, 67-day uh, crammed season. Uh, Dodger fans, yeah, so basically this is going to affect the totals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, extra innings, extra runner. A runner, namely, a runner, namely the person in the batting order who directly precedes the Starts innings lead-off hitter will be placed on second uh -huh, base yeah, to start uh, yeah, heard, every half inning after the I, I heard that one. I knew that one. Wow. I mean, that's serious. If you're well, betting the under, you're not. <laughs> well, well I, don't, I don't think you get a very many 19-inning games. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Uh, what was that game? I, which one? I sat with the client in in the in the at the at the end of the strip at the SLS, and he uh, demanded brewer. that I watch the entire game with him. And I and, and how I, many and cigars? Like set, <laughs> and it went extra. I meet this guy. He demands that I watch the entire game with him. I'm being customer service. Fine, the guy. Lo fine, great. I love the Demands. guy. Till this day. They're up seven nothing. The one team is like winning. Yeah. Next thing, it's the ninth inning. It's seven seven. Mike's calling me. He goes, you out of there yet? I go, dude. We're in like the 18th <laughs> inning. I'm gonna die over here. It's a good thing you don't drink. Hold on, I didn't call him. John texted me literally every minute on the minute, giving me the play-by-play -play of how insane this extra inning games. Um, you'd have been great. You'd have, to the guy, you'd have been fine if it was a cigar later. bar. I was trying to get to the cigar bar. I said to the guy, we can hook up later. I said after the game, nah, let's just watch. It'll be over in the next inning. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Are there any odds for which player contracts COVID first? Oh, there are odds ooh, out there like, like that? Jeez. I mean, this whole it's thing. like the death pool. Listen to him. This whole, oh, that's wrong. I, that's so wrong. It's so wrong. I know. I know. We're just look. We're this. This no. is uh, this is a family show. We got to. No, you know. I, I honestly, I, I was at a play a place once, and they did that. I'm like, get get away from me. Like I, I'm like, that's that's um, wrong. I, I, we have five minutes left, but in all seriousness, for all you baseball betters, it's going to be really interesting to see just the possibility that the runner will start at second base and you're betting an under unless you're taking advantage of in-game live hedging i mean i just it's going to be dangerous to bet unders well i would think uh, wouldn't you think would it be 90% if you're a manager 90% of the time would the would the first guy up be sacrificing the guy to third why wouldn't he I mean, I mean, so so, and you're right. I mean, and I don't. I mean, a you're talking about a run, but what will happen in most of those scenarios? You sacrifice a guy to third, so there's one out. Well, they're going to walk the next two guys. They're going to walk the bases loaded, and someone's going to get a walk off grand slam and tack four onto it. Right. Exactly. And if you and so it's you know it's in, the KBO there's a lot of late inning scoring as well, but the KBO is a little different and go 12 innings. But um, you know I know you haven't really gotten into the uh, you haven't really gotten into the KBO baseball, have you? No, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to go. We got the hoops coming, the hockey coming, baseball, NASCAR, the golf. Uh, I think and we're gaining on it. Yeah, the the priest 
Part of me, I'm, I'm thrilled about the preseason thing. I know there were, you know, there were opportunities to bet preseason, but that nothing infuriated me more than, you know, teams losing star players in mindless preseason games. And it will be very interesting in week one and week two of the NFL with no preseason games, how far ahead the defenses are. Well, uh, from the so offense, the, uh, you know. So let, let, let's prognosticate to out of the pandemic. So do you think that if it works without preseason, they might switch it? Yes. Why do we need preseason? No, I, I, that, that was pretty much the goal. That's where I was going. Is I mean, clearly it'd be fewer games. I mean, two's plenty. But if this thing works, college football, man, they just show up and start playing. Right. Exactly. You know, so they go, okay, no preseason games, make it a 17-game schedule, fine. Right. And uh, But it's going to impact week one we and got... two. It's going to impact what, what, the way you watch what, these what, games. What, what, what's your game plan on college? Do we see it? I don't know. I, it's, I, I, I would, you know, the Power Five are getting after it. They're, they're going. They want the TV dough. This but, is what uh, I would well, New like Mexico, to New Mexico, New Mexico State, basically yesterday, no football. Here's what I'd like to see. If there's no college football, will the NFL bend and give us some Saturday action? It's possible. Like they do uh, in the playoffs it, yes. when we have those Saturday If there games. is no college football, it likely happens. But And the fact is we don't know how many fans, if any, are going to the NFL games. But generally, once a game, you know, other than flexing a game, you don't want to be moving games all over the place. But if right now, you know, it's a mid full of fans that are going to be attending these things, they could easily move games to more, you know, primetime locations. And sure, why wouldn't you spread it out? Maybe even play three or four. You know, you play noon, noon, four, and or whatever, three a day in the NFL on a Saturday. Who knows? I mean, you got to at least have the ability to have a three-team parlay on Saturday if you're going to yeah, play. Yeah, there you go. You love those three-teamers. <laughs> Sportsinsiderradio.com. You're drooling. Baseball's coming back. Tell the folks how to get hold of you. I'm so excited. Guys, just give us a call. You got all the numbers. The Syndicate Insider, Day Trade Sports, Sports Insider, Vegas Ringers. Just call us. Don't stall. Make the call. Like I say on the, the commercial, we are ready. This is my 34th baseball season. I'm starting, and it just it's a little shorter this year. What can I say? All right, Michael, shave another couple of strokes off that handicap by next week. Will do. All right, boys, it's always a good time. This one flew by, and we're going to be talking about games that have been played when we gather with you again next week. Uh, We invite you to check out the website, sportsinsider.com. It's the Vegas Bowl, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. Radio News with Tim Berg. The Federal Emergency Management Agency chief says the magnitude of the COVID-19 pandemic has required them to re-examine and restructure their practices. Testifying before the House Homeland Security Committee, FEMA Administrator Pete Gaynor says the national stockpile of personal protective equipment was not sufficient. Early on, it became clear that the scope and scale of this pandemic went far beyond what the stockpile was designed for. It could not be relied upon as the single solution for pandemic supplies in the United States. The White House and Senate Republicans